Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for a Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring podcast. This episode is just the tips, character design, top level. This episode is primarily focused on players. There are probably many philosophies regarding ways that you can make a character, but I've primarily seen the following two. And the first one being that you imagine the character in your mind, whatever that concept happens to be, and then you build around your concept. Concepts could be one of the three musketeers, a knight in shining armor, a Robin Hood type character, or maybe even a Merlin the Magician type character. The second philosophy that I've seen is that you look through the source books until something mechanical piques your interest and then you build your character around that mechanic. Examples might include the rogue's sneak attack or the barbarian's rage, you know, and again, there may be multiple philosophies about building characters, but the two that I just mentioned are the ones that I've seen happen most often. And there are three main parts when it comes to making a character. And they are choosing a class, a race, and a background. So a class is basically your character's job. Examples include fighters, wizards, clerics, rogues. Uh, Choosing a race, your race is, you know, like you would expect. It's human, dwarf, elf, gnome, halfling, things like that. And example backgrounds would be things like folk hero, noble, and soldier. So those are the three main parts of making a character. You choose your class, your race, and your background. So let's talk a little bit about the concept of min-maxing. And what that is is basically trying to find the most efficient way possible to make your character very, very powerful. It usually involves sacrificing a certain amount of versatility for a much sharper focus on a single mechanic or single aspect of your character. Sometimes this leads to what's called an OP character, which means overpowered. And they can just be so highly focused on one thing that they're just like, you know, super powerful at dealing out damage or being able to do a variety of other things. But if you min-max, you can just basically be a little bit too powerful. And um, players that build a character from something they imagine, you know, sort of a concept in their mind, are less likely to min-max. But even if you were to say you had this concept in your mind of being like Zorro, well, you could probably find a way to min-max with a rapier if you tried hard enough. So let's talk a little bit about multi-class characters, which is basically you can have multiple classes. You could be a fighter and a rogue. You could be uh, a wizard and maybe a sorcerer. You could be a fighter and a sorcerer. I mean, you can combine just about anything uh, in 5th edition. As far as I know, there's no, there's the only restrictions about it is that there are certain prerequisites in order for you to be able to multi class. 
So if you're going to try to mix different classes together, you'll want to look at the rules to see what the prerequisites are. Uh, and even though this allows for a lot of versatility and it creates characters that are often sort of like, you know, a little more versatile, a little more of a jack of all trades kind of a thing, you can also specifically try to min-max using multi-classing uh, and you can do that to great effect. Again, it's not something I would necessarily recommend, but if that's sort of your play style, which is fine, you know, you can certainly try to, you know, uh, take advantage of different class features from, from different classes that can work together to make somebody, to make a character really powerful. So let's talk a little bit about role playing. You want to think about things like what is your character's personality like? It would help to create a backstory to help inform your role-playing decisions. You can try to think about all kinds of things that happen to your character during their life, and then if you have those in mind and, you, and your character encounters situations in the game, then their history can inform how they react to certain things, and it can help you with your role-playing. So making a good uh, backstory uh, can be very helpful when creating a character. If you want to use accents in your role-playing, uh, I mean, most people that I've played with, they don't use accents. Honestly, I hadn't really been exposed to that very much until I started to see, you know, the show Critical Role or other shows where where you have people doing accents. But it was primarily on Critical Role because you have these very talented, very well-trained voice actors. And so they were doing really impressive accents. But I've been playing for over 30 years, and I honestly can only remember specifically two instances in 30 some odd years of somebody actually using an accent. So you can play D&D &D and you can have a character and you can roleplay that character without using an accent. At the same time, if you want to use an accent, then then feel free. It can add a certain you know interesting element to your character, but don't feel like you have to use an accent. Most people I've seen playing D&D &D over the years have not used one, but it's totally up to you. So I hope that this has been helpful to you, and I will talk to you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated.